Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. You're hearing a lot of people talk about making the most of their time at home while they're in isolation. And we certainly feel that way too. We want to make the most of this time and not let it pass, you know, out of our control, looking back, feeling like we haven't accomplished anything. At the same time, this is really challenging for a lot of people in a lot of different ways. We're going to be talking about all of that today right here on Heart of the Home. The Heart of the Home continues in just a moment. Hey guys, I'm jumping in for a minute to tell you about today's sponsor, Stag Design. Stag Design gives you beautiful products you can mix and match effortlessly to create your perfect home. Use the code HEARTOFTHEHOME for $10 off your next purchase. At Stag Design, we believe home is what we make it. You can find us at stagdesignshop.com. That's stag with two Gs. Hey, how you holding up? Well, my head's reeling a little bit because we were just watching the news and <laughs> um, the shelter-in-place-like order. We uh, don't have quite a shelter-in-place order here in Utah, but stay home, stay, stay, stay safe. Stay home, stay safe. That um, people are talking about extending that through Memorial Day, which is what like another six weeks. Yeah, it's a while, and that doesn't surprise me intellectually, but I think it just hit me <laughs> that that's a long time. We've already been doing this for three weeks and we're thinking about six more, maybe more than uh, that. Uh, that's, yeah, that's pretty sobering. Yeah, it's sobering. It's uh, exhausting when you think about it. It's overwhelming. It's what needs to be done. Yeah. It's what needs to be done. It's what needs to be done. So just settle in, folks. <laughs> Strap in. It's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> so I'm thinking through like the last three weeks and how they've gone. The first week, I think all of us were kind of shell-shocked a little bit, right? Like we were thrown into it and it oh, yeah. felt really scary. Really and sudden. Very sudden. And, you know, we were dealing with a lot of like cancellations and what can we do? What can't we do? And I was driving around frantically one morning trying to buy a big freezer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we bought a big giant freezer to go in our garage because we didn't know how often we were going to be able to go to the store. Right. Um, And And that has actually served us well. Oh, yeah. I'm really glad we did it. We're super glad we did it. I think you tracked down like one of the last freezers in the Salt Lake Valley. Right. At the time. I'm sure they've replenished by now. But it... Yeah, it was like one of three that I could find anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then week two, I would say we were getting in, into a little bit more of a rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. We were feeling better about things. Week three, very emotional. Yeah. Because I think it has set in for everyone that this is how it's going to be for a while. Right. I think frustrations and tempers are kind of, you know, on it, your mm-hmm. eye was twitching all day long today. <laughs> yeah, today was a rough day. Today was rough. And I, I think we alternate between a range of emotions, feeling really grateful, feeling really lucky that we have a yard, that it hasn't spiked yet in our area, that we're able to get outside at least a little bit, that yep. we 
financially are secure right now. You know, I, I think we alternate between that and this is really hard and we're trying to be working professionals and have three right. small children who are not independent in really any way, mm-hmm. uh, you know, around us all the time. And, um, we are never not without each other. And I actually don't mind that except that, you know, I was thinking about it today. Why is this so stressful? I think it's because if we did not have any work responsibilities happening right now, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be that bad. I think I it mean, would be there'd be challenges still, but yeah. Yeah. But if we could try to be productive, if we could, you know, take turns throughout the day, give each other some time off, you know, but instead we're like, uh, this ain't a vacation folks. We're not like having a good time staying at home, having a staycation. No, we still have to get our work done. The girls still have to do their schooling. We're trying to keep them going with dance classes and gymnastics in a weird kind of, you know, from home on it's like taking fitness classes in the eighties from home on tape on VHS <laughs> versions of dance oh class gosh. and gymnastics class. Uh, yeah, we're trying to live a normal life and do all the things that we normally do to be productive, but modified for this, these circumstances. Um, and that's pretty challenging. Yeah. There's very little that is normal about what's going on. Right. I think, um, it's it's just really hard but all that being said uh i think we've found some some things and some you know things that are working for us to make this memorable and special in a lot of ways for our girls and for each other um and and we want to share some of those things and things that we found that are working for us um i do want to say i'm hearing a lot of like two completely different experiences in isolation. You know, we have um, a few employees that are single and don't have kids. Um, and isolation is really lonely and, yeah. and very mentally taxing for them. Um, and, you know, they're feeling a lot, you know, isolation completely isolated from other human beings. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And and they're missing their families terribly. Um, You know, I'm hearing from people who are maybe married, but don't have children and, you know, they're able, they're super productive. They're able to get a lot of things done. (laughs) They're kind of nice. You know, Uh, they're tackling projects and they're learning new hobbies and they're spending more quality time together. And then there are people who have small children like us Mm -hmm. who are like, you know, their hair's standing up and their (laughs) eyes are twitching and they're really stressed out. Because our kids can't do anything for themselves. Nothing. Except for our oldest who's becoming somewhat self-sufficient the others no, no. not at all <laughs> not like at wipe all. my butt every five seconds <laughs> and <laughs> oh my gosh yeah yeah, yeah. many it's, more things it's real and then there are people who have teenagers who are like also kind of loving it right? yeah because their experience is completely different from totally. parents who have young children completely different yeah we have um some next door neighbors who have all teenagers and they're like having movie night. They're going oh, yeah. on family hikes. It's almost like a collection of adults hanging out together. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. <laughs> and then you swing back around to the seniors, like your mom and my yeah. parents, who are really lonely. Right. Really, really lonely and feel very isolated. And like, 
you know, we're trying to go visit how we can, right? Like your mom stand in, stands in the parking lot and we drive up and say yeah. hi and we can't let her get too close. And she keeps saying, but I want to hug she my grandkids. And, <laughs> right. and we can't let her hug her grandkids. And, and Ruby was just FaceTiming with her grandma and grandpa on your side. <laughs> and she read them a, a story book. tonight. <laughs> They were such good sports about it. And I think they genuinely enjoyed it. Oh, they loved it. They Um, like ate it up. That was so nice of them. And Ruby just loved it. Yeah. So we're finding ways, you know, we're we're kind of muddling our way through this new normal for a while. And we don't know. No one knows how long this is going to last, really. Um, And I kind of want to take turns talking about some things that we've done that we've enjoyed that we found to be fun and memorable um, for our family. So. The first one is that I'm cooking a lot more and I really love to cook. Um, in fact, if there were multiple of me, I think one of me would have gone to culinary school. <laughs> would you agree? Yeah. I mean, I really You're love to it. cook and bake. Um, I, I tell our girls all the time, they better be grateful that you know how to cook. They don't like my cooking. Because they don't know what it's like to have a mother who doesn't cook well. And there are a lot of people in the world whose mothers either don't try or they try and they just don't quite get it and... Our girl, I'll just say our girls are lucky. I hope have. your mom's not listening right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying anything about my mom. <laughs> right. Love my mom. I'm just saying our girls should be very grateful. <laughs> well, thank you, honey. I'll just take it as a compliment. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, so I've been cooking a lot more. Um, maybe not the best for our waistlines <laughs> because I've been trying all these recipes I haven't made in a really long time or that I've never made before that I've always wanted to make like homemade cinnamon rolls and homemade breads. And, um, that's been fun for us to like sit down every night over a really beautiful meal and, and share a meal together. And we ate out so much before all this and we knew we needed to try to eat out less and eat at home more. But time. But how do you have all the time to do all that cooking and coordinate everything and everyone's schedules. So that has been one nice impact of all this Mm -hmm. eating at home a lot more, eating at home a lot more, eating beautiful meals together um, and enjoying a meal together has been fun. Um, I also had the opportunity to make a family treasured recipe with Ruby the other day. And that was really special. Like she really loved it. I really loved it. It was one of those moments in time that you just kind of want to freeze and remember and mm-hmm. bottle up and bring out when you're old and gray. Um, and I hope to do more of that with our girls. Okay. Um, what's one of yours? Uh, the first one that comes to mind is um, being much more involved in our girls' schooling. Um, that's challenging in a lot of ways because it takes time and it affects productivity. But um, our, we've kind of settled into a norm where I'm working in our downstairs office on my day job and Ruby's in the room with me working on her schoolwork. And she's our oldest and she's in second grade. So she has by far the most schoolwork to do. Um, our teacher is not taking it easy, man. I don't think any of them in her school are, but, um, but yeah, I mean, she's got a full day of work. It's like not school lightweight. It's yeah. like full school. Which I frankly love. I, I want her to continue to be it. challenged. And um, <laughs> I mean, I love that she's being challenged and given plenty to do and to work on. And um, I've always wanted to be more involved in her schooling and more aware of what she was learning and how she was doing. Um, and 
this has been a great opportunity to just dig in and know exactly where she is in each subject and be able to teach her what I know, what little I know about each of these areas. And um, One of my favorite memes from, I don't know if you've been following all the memes that have been happening about COVID-19, I'm sure you have, but one of them said like, all these kids about to learn how to carry the one <laughs> from their new homeschool teachers. <laughs> it's like, heck yeah. Because Common them. Core, I guess, doesn't carry the one. I doesn't don't know. Doesn't carry the one in Utah. Uh, so we're we're teaching them our way of yeah, they, learning. Our teach, their <laughs> teachers may not appreciate some of the things we're teaching our kids, but hey, we're doing our best here. <laughs> we're all doing our best. Um, no, but it, she, Ruby wrote me the sweetest note and... I have it over there. I'm looking at it right now. Um, and she just said she appreciates all the time I'm spending with her and she really enjoys the time we're spending together on schoolwork. And that Aww. meant so much to me. I didn't <laughs> she know that. Yeah, it's right right over there. You should check it out. Um, oh, it has Dear Daddy on the front of it with a little heart and an arrow through it. Yeah. What seriously. a sweetie pie. She's so sweet. Um, and yeah, there, there are a lot of tears and tantrums and stuff like that too, when she is being pushed and doesn't like it. But, um, for the most part, it's, it's really fun for us to work together. And I feel like I'm, I, I really should be much more aware of how she's doing in school and, and where she is in each subject. And I think this will help me do that in the future. When things go back to normal, I don't want to lose that connection to how she's doing and, um, got to find ways to keep that going. It won't be because I'm homeschooling her every day after things go back to normal, but I still will hopefully have a much better awareness of how she's doing. Yeah. Um, I also learned, this has been a really good thing. I've learned a lot more how our children's brains work as far as what motivates them Mm -hmm. in schoolwork. Um, Our girls like a list. (laughs) Yeah. All of they them. They thrive on They lists. love checking off and, the list. But only because there's a reward when all the boxes are checked, right? Yeah. So our past chore system, you know, because I'm a big believer in chores, I had a lot of chores as a child. I had a ridiculous amount of chores as a child. And I was basically a feral child. <laughs> you had no like chores no structure, as a child. No, no chores. <laughs> well, I had stuff to do and I was the kind of kid that would clean my room because I enjoyed having a clean room. But yeah, that's a different thing. I did not have chores. No. Or structure or discipline of any kind. (laughs) No, I had, I was on the complete flip side. I was very, I grew up in a very strict household with a lot of rules. Some kids just need it and other kids just don't. Right. (laughs) Do I know how lucky I am? You should. This is a joke that's ongoing in our (laughs) marriage because John's mom constantly tells me and him how lucky I am. (laughs) How lucky Jen is. Yes. No. Yes. She'll say... She'll she'll literally say, John, does Jen, does know, Jen how know how lucky, lucky she, she is? is? It's never, and John, I th- you're so lucky. And I think my mom thinks that, but she just doesn't vocalize it. You're just saying that. She does not think that. No, she No, does. she literally thinks, and, and John's siblings all know this, that John is the perfect <laughs> child. He was the perfect child. In my mom's eyes, yes. Yes. Everyone deserves to have their mother think that they're perfect, right? Yeah, I know not just everyone none has of your that. other siblings have that. <laughs> just you have that. Anyway, we'll move on from that. If if one person in the world thinks you're perfect, it should be your mother, right? At least your mother should feel that way about you. Mine doesn't. <laughs> anyway. Well, she, sh- she should. Moving on. 
I that give you a little bit of insight into John's golden child status. <laughs> um, I have been so fascinated by what motivates our children. So in the past, we had like a chore magnet chart and the girls had like morning chores and then like afternoon, evening chores. And they were pretty simple and straightforward, like make your bed, brush your teeth, get dressed for the day, clean up your clothes. Um, Just to give them some sense of responsibility mm-hmm. and accomplishment when they do things. Right. They're very young still. So Right. The afternoon chores were like practice piano, do your homework, um, pick you up know, your clothes off pick the up floor, your clothes, brush your teeth, get in your pajamas. Room. Exactly. Um, and now we've had to like completely, not completely change that, but when we're with them all day, it's like a lot, right? So, um, actually I got this from my friends, uh, Emily Jackson and Rachel Parcell. They like were so smart right out of the gate and we're like, okay, we're not doing like the color coded schedule for the day. We're just doing six things six lines of responsibility and then if our kids do all of these six things then um they get to choose a reward for the night right so we're jumping on board with that so we have printed out rachel made like this schedule or this printout sheet of six things six daily chores and we've done that so like number one is like make your bed brush your teeth get ready for the day take your vitamins Number two is like do all your schoolwork. Number three was like help pick up toys around the house. I'm trying to think what number four was practice, piano, dance, gymnastics, whatever they have practice for that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, five was, uh, I'm blanking what was five. Did you already say brush your teeth? Yeah, I already said that one. Uh, oh, read. Mm-hmm. They all have to read. And then the sixth one was like jammies, floss, brush your teeth again for Bedtime the time routine mm-hmm. yep. and if they do all of those things throughout the day and then i gave them a bonus one um so anyway if they do all those things and they get to pick between getting the hot tub uh, which has been a lifeline <laughs> <laughs> during yeah. this isolation they've loved getting in the hot tub almost every day um play with play-doh uh they can pick a one-on-one time activity to do with either mom or dad uh they can you know pick a drive-through treat like a cookie or something um whatever drive throughs open so it was interesting because today as we got to okay they did all their chores today i was really proud of them they were super motivated by checking the little box and then they got to the rewards and anna picked one-on-one time with you mm-hmm yeah, she like awesome. really wanted to do something one on one with you. Ruby picked um, have a movie night with popcorn this week, mm-hmm. and Vivi, what did Vivi pick? Oh, hot tub. That's Vivi's favorite. Right, getting in the hot tub is like <laughs> Vivi's favorite thing. <laughs> so it's just been that's been working for us. And then once they check off, you know, pick one of those, they have to pick something different when they check off all their chores tomorrow night. They can't pick the same thing every single day because we're trying to, you know, keep things fresh, not let them get sick of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we've only had, we've been doing this for what, over three weeks now? Uh, it seems it? like three years. I can't even remember how long it's Honestly, been. Honestly, I, I don't even know what day weeks. it is. <laughs> <laughs> today? Uh, oh my gosh. I think we're into week four oh, now. Are we really? That's crazy to think about. I'm pretty sure we are. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because we had the two weeks... 
Yeah, you're right. And then the th- full, first full week back from spring break, spring break in quotations because that wasn't really a spring break. And now that we're, we're in week four. Wow. Really? Yes. Oh, dear. We just woke up a child. Just She's woke walking. Up a child. Just a second. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Sorry for that quick pause, everybody. <laughs> this is what happens again when you're stuck home with your children. And no babysitter. You record <laughs> at night and, and wake your they kids up. wake up. Yeah. So. And I got her to, to stay in bed with the promise that she'll get a prize in the morning if she stays in bed all night, which is one of the things on her list, right? Bribery. Bribery. Some, sometimes you have to use bribery. We're trying to get her to sleep in her own bed all night, which hasn't happened in a long time. Basically since isolation. Yeah. I think, you know, our kids... Like everybody's kids, right? Like they're dealing with all of this change in different ways. And little Anna has just had a really hard time sleeping through the night lately. Yeah, She's been coming into our room pretty much every night in the middle of the night. So we are trying a new strategy this week called bribery. <laughs> trying to get her to stay in her own bed. Yeah, I was going to say, um, we I guess we're in week four of doing this now. And we've been pretty good about at least trying to create a structure each day and something to look forward to for us and for the girls. And uh, there have been only one or two days early on when we didn't really focus on that and everyone was like lying around watching TV and kind of drifting from activity to activity. And those were the worst days because everyone was just so stir crazy, cabin fever, wanting to tear each other apart. (laughs) So I think we've learned and we already knew this, but we've, it's been reinforced that we have to have structure. We have to have things to look forward to a sense of accomplishment, some sense of normalcy. My uh, sense of accomplishment has really come from um, cooking and baking and cleaning Mm -hmm. because there is so little that I can do during the day work wise. Mm -hmm. That has been extremely frustrating for me. Um, but I can usually clean and cook and bake with my kids around, but I can't answer emails or jump on conference calls or write content or work on designs. <laughs> it's been so frustrating. Re- yeah. And my productivity has really suffered too. Um, although for r- certain reasons, I mean, we have to make sure that I'm maintaining my day job and we're maintaining our income. And, um, so yeah, it's definitely impacted both of our productivity, but I think yours worse than mine overall. Yeah. But, you know, I'm I'm trying really hard to just look at this as this is just a temporary pause in things. Um, maybe not even a full pause, just a a drastic slowdown, and mm-hmm. that's not always a bad thing. Yeah. Um, slowing down, reevaluating, thinking about how you've spent your time before. That's not always a bad thing. Sometimes that's a really good thing. Um, what do you want our kids to remember from this time period? Because I mean, Ruby's definitely old enough that she'll remember this. For sure. Anna will maybe remember it. She'll probably remember bits and pieces. Parts of it for sure. Yeah. I don't know how much Vivi will remember. Um, I think like you're saying, this is a chance to slow down and focus on, you know, the most important things. I think we have been doing a pretty good job of this, but we can do better um, is just remembering what's most important and focusing on that. So our relationship with our kids, with each other, um, 
and the time that we spend together, we just need to make it the best we can, the most quality time we can as a family. And we can, if we can not be so stressed out because we're not being productive and instead use these opportunities to bond with our kids, build those relationships, run out and jump on the trampoline for a while and, and do crack the egg and just get down on their level and play and enjoy that time as much as possible. There are so many things vying for our time, but this is our chance to really prioritize that. Um, and in some ways, if we can't be productive, then why don't we just enjoy the time that we do have with the girls? So I'm hoping that they will remember those times, all of the extra things that we did during this time to bond with them, to play with them, to get to know them better, um, to help them grow and develop and to show through our time and our actions how important they are to us. We would love to hear how you're doing in this time of isolation, what you're doing to make memories and make the most of this period. Um, head on over to our Instagram, Stag Design, drop us a line, send us a DM, and let us know. We'd love to hear uh, how your family is tackling this time of isolation. Yeah, and I guess I, what I'll add, um, I was just thinking, we've bought a lot of materials for a bunch of projects, and I would, and I definitely want to involve the girls in those projects, and in particular, our garden house, garden structure we're going to build. Um, that's something tangible that we'll be able to always have in this house and um, and look at and think about, oh yeah, we did that during quarantine and it was fun to do that project together as a family and to learn how to plant plants and take care of them. That can be a project that we do from building the structure to planting all the vegetables to ha having them grow and most of that will happen during quarantine. <laughs> so, and every year after this one, when we plant plants in there, we can remember this. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for listening, everybody. As always, uh, we always love a review, a rate, a share. Um, we'd just love to hear what you think of the podcast. Uh, also head over to stag-design.com to check out our latest projects, all of our free guides and downloads. Um, we want to help you make the most of this time period when you're stuck home as well. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.